back to Too Many Trailers. My name's Kelsey. And I'm Marianne. We have a very special Versus episode today where we'll be discussing two trailers, one very new and one Quite very old. old. I wouldn't say like 20... 20 years last 21. year. 21. 21. That would be what 20 plus 1 <laughs> equals. Good job, Marianne. Always here for the math portion. So... If you follow our Twitter, Facebook, all that fun stuff, any of our social media accounts, you'll probably already know what's going on, but it's going to be dun 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 Jurassic Park Showdown. Mm-hmm. The new Jurassic World sequel, Fallen Kingdom, versus the Lost World Jurassic Park, which is... That was helpful for finding the trailers yes, on the was. internet. <laughs> It's like, where is this old thing? I know, it was like Jurassic Park 2, a homemade film. And I was like, <laughs> nope, not what I'm looking for. Definitely, but definitely not. Everyone. So, want to get to it? I do, let's jump right in. Alright, so, we're going to start with the 1997 sure. trailer. Alright, so we're going to go old to new. Alright, <laughs> so let's do a little behind the trailer facts. Alright, so... Jurassic Park 2 The Lost World was directed by the one, the only, Steven Spielberg. Who else? Who else but the man himself. Really? He <laughs> is the man himself? I mean, he, dire- he directed Jurassic Park, the original, uh, absolutely iconic Yep. And movie. he directed pretty much everything else on the face of the planet. Um, yeah, that's pretty accurate, right? I want to say. Everything that's <laughs> involved in our pop culture. Steven Spielberg has done it all. Good on you, man. He really has. Uh, and the screenplay is by David Cope, who is extremely prolific. If you go back on his oh my IMDb, word, I know. literally, again, every fucking movie on this planet. Honestly, I was I like, I wrote a few, and then I was like, etc. Because it's, it's there's just, just too on. much to count, and I don't even think I'm gonna go into it because I feel like I'll go into like a hole unless you have. Um, I have two examples just to show that he does other action movies. He did. War of the Worlds, and also the original, I guess, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. I guess that would be the original, right? I guess, yeah, actually. That's the yeah, first, first live-action right? Yeah, first live-action Spider-Man One with Tobey Maguire. One of the first live-action Marvel films, I mean, if you really oh, let's think about go it. go that <laughs> Oh boy, my, my head just started to explode. And then the music for... Yeah, it's just the one, the only John Williams. Yes. It, it's insane. This movie is insane because... Of the fact of the amount of talent behind it. I know. It's insane. It's just, it's, it leaves me honestly speechless. I know. My only note next to John Williams is, makes sense. Yeah. I put a little heart. Oh. <laughs> My heart flutters for John Williams. <laughs> Do you have some of the cast members? I have the know? whole cast. Uh, the entire one down the to the entire animatronic one. dinosaurs. We were very young when this movie originally came out, so I couldn't really gauge like we the level four. of stardom. Yeah, I was a little young, oh. so <laughs> couldn't really gauge like the level of stardom. But this movie has Jeff Goldblum, Julianne Moore, Arliss Howard, Richard Attenborough, who was in the first film, Vince Vaughn. What? Yeah. <laughs> Where was Vince Vaughn he in played, this film? He was in it. He's in the trailer. Wow. Yeah. Richard Schiff oh. and Vanessa Lee Chester. Also, can I tell you that I went a good portion of the trailer staring at Julianne Moore being like, you she look so like young. Julianne Moore, but you're not. <laughs> and then I looked up the facts and I was like, you are Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore, Julianne oh Moore is in this film. Which wow. is just so insane to me, just because it is 1997, which is kind of the turning point, obviously the century, but the fact that when we look at the levels of rising stars, the 90s were, like, a good bath of, you know, bringing in these celebrities. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? It, it's the beginning of the, like, A-list that we're still familiar and ex- comfortable exactly, with. Exactly, exactly. All right, should we Let's jump in. Right in? Let's jump right. into Jurassic Park. My opening note is actually, hey, look, it's little what's-her-face. <laughs> that little what's-her-face means... It's Camilla Bell, <laughs> who was another star that was unmentioned by Kelsey's cast list. I'm sorry. But I looked at her and I was like, hey, I know you. But at that point, nobody did know no, her. No, she was so, so my other opening note was, why do we always have to start with kids? Yeah. Especially in the 90s. 
Like, that right. was, like, a go-to that for, was, like, it horror was films. Like, let's that... use horror and thriller films with children because, because it's then like everybody will be, in, or whatever. Everybody will like be invested and worried and blah, blah, blah. Speaking of, of Camilla, um, I wrote, that child is acting so hard. Oh, <laughs> she was really trying. Okay, she was probably, like, actually four. And she goes, I found something. And I'm like, give it back. <laughs> Put it back where you found it. <laughs> Uh, my second note is that the Universal logo is so outdated. Oh, oh my, my god! Gosh. My I, second note is wow effects. Yeah. So oh my god, those effects! <laughs> Literally, one of my notes is green screen alert. <laughs> because you can like tell like the outlining between where the actor was and like where the screen was like thirty feet back. Yes. And it was like, oh honey, you were trying. But it's so funny to see how how extremely dated everything oh was. my god yes like the cars and the phones and yeah no it wasn't looking super dated we also only got a few shots but like the guns didn't look super dated. yeah i guess Was that um, weird too? that's very strange that because you would think me. that like that type of technology would grow within a 21 year uh year period but i know guess not or maybe they just store it in a building they're just like nope gotta use these guns that are 50 years old here mm. we are <laughs> Guns. Guns. <laughs> so, every, like, 30 seconds, mm-hmm. the trailer is, like, interspliced with, like, lightning and bad lettering, and it's yes, so I was like, wow, 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 mind-boggling wow. to me that this got past the floor. That Steven Spielberg didn't look at this and was like, what the fuck is this I'm crap? pretty sure that's, like, Times New Roman, which you never see. You know, in a like a lettering for film, it's usually like block aerial or something. Right, and I know, and like there when there was the legit lightning effects and like a different sound effect every time. Jarring. It was. I talked about how the sound effects were so jarring the whole time. It was like it was ninety nine percent sure that a lot of the sound effects, at least in the trailer, is added in post. There was this whole scene towards. Like, three quarters of the way in, there was this whole chunk where it was, like, interspliced with this really dissonant, loud, high-pitched... Do you remember that mm-hmm. part? Like, pe- like keys part or something? And I, honestly, it, like, broke my focus away yeah. from the trailer. It, like, totally derailed me. I was like, this just hurts my ears. Uh, it's so, I was like, like why would you choose this? And because, like, yeah. I understand you're trying to, like, draw a lot of attention to the dramatic parts... And all this, but I was like, this is just a really dissonant chord progression that you've chosen. Yeah. It was it's a, terrible. It's just bad. It's awful. Like, how did anybody sit through this trailer and say, I want to watch that movie? <laughs> well, not a lot of people did, so. There we go. There we go. So, from what we learn is that, you know, this little girl finds, I guess, a, uh, I guess a velociraptor, like, toe thing. I guess really see exactly what she I found. guess she found something. I just figured she found the island. <laughs> <laughs> I claim this land, girl land. <laughs> no boys allowed. So a yachting crew ends up on Dino Island. D- who the fuck was the captain? Uh, how, do you, how do you not see an island ahead of you? Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, 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 this has to be a pretty damn big island. It's got some fucking dinosaurs on it. It it's is not like a it tourist like attraction. Miles. It is marked clearly on the map that this is Jurassic World. Why would you go there? I don't. I don't get it. I really. I just don't understand. But yes. Yeah. So yeah. That's what and so then. we can understand that like everyone ends up off the island post Jurassic Park. There's like no one on the island. It's just the dinosaurs free roaming, chilling, chilling, hanging out, probably killing each other. Yeah, you know what dinosaurs do. It turns into this weird military thing because of the fact that they want to take them off the island. I guess. Like but they didn't talk about what they wanted to do when no, they took them off the island. The, you, like, you have this like weird Jeff Goldblum, Richard Attenborough scene, which you can clearly tell it's the beginning of the movie. And because right, right, yeah. <laughs> it goes in sequential order. <laughs> and it just it doesn't say anything about yeah. what's going on. It just was like, here are all these people 
they want to take the dinosaurs off the island, and then Jeff Jeff Goldblum and Julian Moore are like, "This is a bad idea," <laughs> and that's it. That's it. The CGI. I need to talk about this. I'm sorry. Do, do we really have to? We do because okay. of the fact of the first Jurassic Park movie. It, that movie was based around animatronics and animatronics right. with very little CGI. Okay, yes. let's recall this is 1993. Yes, this is a time when CGI wasn't a thing and it was revolutionary of what they did when recreating the dinosaurs when there's actual people in the dinosaurs moving them with like flowing motion in the rain you know doing all that fun stuff which looked like holy shit there's a dinosaur with Newman the guy who played Newman in Seinfeld's character getting acid thrown in his face right fucking frightening it's amazing yes it was revolutionary they must have slashed that budget so hard that they couldn't do this animatronic thing, or they're like, this is 1997, CGI is really pumping up, we're going to put it in fucking everything, and we're just going to like replace everything with computer-generated images. That hindered the, move, the trailer, at least, so bad. Yeah. Really took away from, you know, the whole the immersive experience that Jurassic, original Jurassic Park had. Right, right. And we can't not reference the first movie because of the fact it's a direct sequel. Exactly. So if it was maybe like a universe thing or whatever the fuck, maybe. It could have maybe been like passable being like, okay, it's, this is not really the movie. We can just let it slide. No, we can't. We're not letting this Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So that's my feelings on the CGI. Yeah, it was just bad. Yeah. I was, like, watching it, and I was like, oh, no. And you're right about the difference between when they did the live animatronics versus the CGI, because it really does make such a difference, and... It's a good point to bring up on whether, was it the budget, and was that the reasoning, or were they like, let's try out the CGI yeah, stuff, you know, but you just can't it's tell. never a good idea to try out a new thing on something when that's... When something worked out so well. I know, especially when something's a sequel, and especially when you've got an established base of like right. fans and things like that, it just really hurts your, your market. Yeah. But, so this movie was released um, through a Memorial Day... So it was, a, it was the beginning of the summer blockbuster series. I, I guess they really didn't care about critics because it got a 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. Huh. A two out of four stars through Roger and Ebert. Uh, but it made uh, $618.6 million on a $73 million budget. So it was a fan success because mm-hmm. it was backpacking on the original Jurassic Park, right. but critics didn't like it. Yeah. Which makes sense, because... Yeah. And it's surprising that the fans would have stayed on for so long, considering the first one came out four years prior to That's a long long time. time. Like, but I guess if you're... So, in 1997, probably weren't seeing the trailers as much and as readily. Right. So, you might have gone into it thinking, this is going to be the same quality and just Mm -hmm. as amazing as the first one. And then you were probably like, the fuck? <laughs> right. But then compared to now, whereas if you saw a trailer that was so, like, the difference was so stark between them, mm-hmm. and you really saw that the quality of the effects and things like that was so much lower, you'd be like, I'm not seeing this shit. Right, exactly. I mean, So I think that probably, that probably had some bit of it. I agree 100%, especially because of you have to look at the context, again, of the 90s. You know, right. you're going to the movies. You're not seeing everything online anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not streaming everything online you're anymore. Right. And if you think of how long it would take to, for that to have gotten to, like, VHS, it would have taken, like, a oh whole year and a half. Oh, my God, at least. Easy. So I guess that was your only way to see it. This is about making a little yeah, bit more Yeah, it's sense. just, it's a cultural and, you know, contextual context that we have to follow. You're right, and there's been a big, like shift in how we view movies exactly. that we've discussed previously, so that does make a really large right, there effect. there was no Netflix in the 90s. That was Blockbuster, you know? You're right, and, like, now we have turnover from films being in theaters to being released right. digitally or however else very quickly. Right. Just 
So it's, you know, the movie studios wanted to give that much, you know, money grabbing as as they could for the fans. Especially because Jurassic Park was such a great film. I guess people were like, yeah, let's see it again because we have nothing to do. And if you think, there were probably, there weren't better dinosaurs, either animatronics or CGI. That's what they had. So it's like, <laughs> they were probably like, this, this is great CGI. Yeah, this CGI is phenomenal. But looking back at it. Oh boy. Wow, we've made some great progress. I'm glad. I'm very glad. So am I, Kelsey. <laughs> I do want to discuss one more thing. Okay. Was this really a trailer? Or was it a preview? Because there's a difference. For me, it felt like more of a preview for the film and not so much a trailer. Like, a trailer is highlighting, you know, some of the best parts of the movie, kind of gathering some right. peaking interest. While this is more like, what will happen? Tune in. <laughs> more like a nineteen fifties like true. vaudeville radio show. It was. It just kind of. It just. It put me at an odd place when watching it. So yeah, I just wanted to like to put that out there because like it just doesn't feel like a trailer. Yeah, it is weird. It is structured weird. Even how you were, and even how you were talking about earlier, when you were like. Was it all in sequential order? Yeah. Like, it's just... It's trailers too... were just totally different back then, even mm-hmm. when we were talking about the intersplacing with the words and the difference in the sound effects mm-hmm. and everything like that. And it, so, it's just very odd. Like, it'll be interesting in the future if we do any further ones that are trailers from... Like, the past... The 90s or even 80s. the early 2000s, yeah. 80s, something like that. To really see those differences and be like, wow, we totally define and establish trailers completely differently now. You can tell, like, the you can tell decades between what they put out, you know. Yeah, you can definitely see, like, the time change and, like, exactly. what the time change has done for trailers. Exactly. So, I mean, we can't say that we're going to, like, want... I mean, watch this through, you know, in the theaters because, obviously, it's a 21-year-old movie... However, if you were in the 90s, you were sitting in, like, that cold theater, you know, probably in, you know, late, uh, probably, like, early April, let's say, that's, they mm-hmm. would put it out. Would you go see this film? Would you, I mean, think, think if you're, like, in the cultural 90s, late 90s context, mm-hmm. you're blasting, like, smooth R&B. <laughs> Kelsey just made some great, like... Facial expressions and like hand gestures when she was like smooth R and B. Probably listening to some that. real good girl bands actually. Kill Chokers. <laughs> Would you go see this movie based on like if you were like within that context of late nineties isms? I don't know. See, here's the thing. So say like we were like teenagers in ninety seven. So we had seen the original Jurassic Park. Okay, so like late teenagers? I feel like I'd probably see it if I had been like seen Jurassic Park as a youth and I was like, oh, we have to see the sequel now because they made another one in nostalgia and we loved this movie so I bet the sequel will be just as great and we probably would have thought, if all trailers are structured this way from 1997, (laughs) we probably would have thought this was a fucking great trailer. Honestly, I agree. There's dinosaurs. There's dinosaurs. There's young Jeff Hawk Goldblum. But how about you? Oh, I agree. Especially like if you know, if we were fourteen, we saw Jurassic Park, and then you know, four years later, you know, it, we're eighteen or whatever, and we see it, we'd be like, oh fuck, absolutely, you know, yeah. really nothing else to do within the nineties here. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm too young for this, but I would. I think I would totally see it within the cultural context. Me as a twenty-four year old today. I would absolutely not see it. Or I'd yeah, or just like not, no, not based no. on this trailer. No, I would no, no, definitely no. just like watch it. I'd just watch at, it like if I was at like home or something. Just like right. it, or if it comes on on TV, it'd be like yeah, whatever. It's a good. Movie. Yeah, and I feel like you'd watch it for maybe not for its actual qualities as a film, but just for like, its place within pop culture and within the trilogy exactly. of Jurassic Park. Exactly. Like if it's like if it's Jurassic Park and there's like a marathon or whatever. You're sure. like, fine, I'll watch it. I'm at home. I'm just doing Put a gun my, to my dishes. Head. Fine, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That right. was really good. Yeah. Let's take a little break, and then we'll be back to discuss uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> and we're back. Hello, everyone. 
So now we're going to talk about the comparison trailer Ooh. of Jurassic World, big difference, Fallen Kingdom. It's so interesting. It's yeah. such an interesting title. So we're going to talk about the official trailer. So there are two different trailers for Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, just like there were for Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So the official trailer is the one that says official. It's also the one that came out first. It came out mm-hmm. about four months ago, I want to say. I want to say around that time, that's what yeah. what when I was watching it. So that's the one we're using. So if you're listening along and you wanted to watch the trailer so that you knew it was going on, this is the one that we're discussing. Because if you didn't watch this one, you only watched the other one. Second one. It would be very confusing. Yeah, because we don't. We're gonna kind of reference it uh, because yeah, it I'm is. Yeah, bring up a few points because it we is need important. It for the comparison. Right. It is important. However, I think we're just gonna go with the official one. Just a little easier to figure. Yeah. Out. So let's uh, start with some of the behind the trailer facts. Boop boop. The director is uh, J.A. Bayona. The writers are Colin Trevorrow, who actually directed the first Jurassic World film. Yep. And and he's doing a future the future Star Wars film, the last oh, of the, the new trilogy. I thought he directed the first one. Not sure. half bad. I'm, I really liked it. Yeah, I thought it was good as well. It was a lot of fun, so yeah. I enjoyed it. And Derek Connolly is the second writer from mm-hmm. this movie. Who he also worked on Jurassic World with Colin Tri- oh, Trevorrow, perfect. and he did Kong Skull Island, some other big like action, action films. Oh yeah, like with starring big animals. Correct, exactly. <laughs> um, and the music for this film is by um, Michael Giacchino, and he's done a lot. So prolific. I looked down the list on IMDb, and I mm-hmm. just highlighted out a few. It's Honestly, it was really funny to me because it's about an even mix of Disney and Pixar and action. It's Interesting. Like, it's like Inside Out, Ratatouille, Mission Impossible, and <laughs> of the Apes. And I was like, oh, oh These okay. are very different. <clears throat> yeah, Star Trek. And then it was like another Pixar film, The Incredibles. And I was like, okay. What's going on here? But it's good. I always like to look at who does the music and the directing and things like that for big films like this or big films that... Like, who studio, what studios pick to do their films. Right, and, like, a bigger film that, like, even if it doesn't do super well, it's still going to grab a lot of attention because of the name and what right. it's doing. Exactly. Um, and it's always interesting to see if they've done other writing credits or directing cre- credits or music credits for films that are similar to this. So it's right. always good to see that they've done other films in this ca- of this like, caliber, kind of like so that it's not yeah. like their first go at it. Because if this was a mu- music person's like first go at any kind of a big film, it's tough. Like, actually, I mean, I like, mean that oh. yeah, that kind of I think um, translates also for writers and directors. Absolutely. I mean, it, it worked well for Colin uh, Trevor. Colin Trevorrow because I mean his other film was uh, Safety Not Guaranteed, which is a mm. great movie. I which love he it. Worked on with Derek Connolly, right? Also. It's a fantastic film, but it was an independent film. Right. And it's a big jump from going from an indie film jump. to Jurassic World. And I think we're seeing starting to see that a lot with a lot of blockbusters, that a lot of studios are grabbing like these no name directors. Yeah. Um and it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I mean it's a big Absolutely. gamble, I wanna it say. Is. I mean, for this it worked out great. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So. Yeah, it's true. The cast. I'm ready for this. Let's go, Kelsey. Chris Pratt, who was already in the original, and he yep. did a great job. I really enjoyed him in uh, as this role as like the new, the new face of Jurassic franchise. Yes. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who is a badass in this film, she was running in heels the first one. Apparently, she doesn't, but that's fine, I guess. Yeah, I think it's we're going to see a huge character shift in and what development. She's, yes, yeah. and what she's asked to do. Right. The last one, it was mostly like she's like, "I'm on the phone. <laughs> I'm in a control room. I'm trying to figure things out. I think I look nervous. <laughs> I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I have no agency. <laughs> and this one." She's definitely going to have a lot more to she, do. Already in this trailer, she has a voice, which is nice. So Right. Which is great. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so we also have Ted Levine, Raph Spall, Toby Jones, who was in Captain America's uh, movies, uh, uh, The Red Skull's right-hand man. Shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. the short dude the with short the glasses. Dude. Yeah, that's it. His him. name I can't think of. Toby Jones. Well. Yeah. 
And he was also Holy shit, um, I'm gonna have to look for him now. Modoc, uh, who the computer guy. I that know was who you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. We have uh, Justice Smith, B.D. Wong, Whoop-boop. James Cromwell, Geraldine Chaplin, and our one and only. The Jeff one <laughs> and only. Jeff Goldblum. Love him. Gotta love him. So that's that's the cast. Which is Okay, I'll save that for the end because then we'll we'll compare and contrast. So uh, when the trailer first starts, mm-hmm. the lighting I thought was really well done. Yeah. I thought I it was like a very it. soft but like inviting. Like you're going to like an open house type of lighting. I you love know what I mean? Kelsey how Kelsey describes lighting. <laughs> soft and I feel inviting. like I should just always put that in quotes and write it down in my notes <laughs> so I can keep it forever. <laughs> I mean you can. I'm it's going to and, you know, the, the trailer kind of directly follows up from the last, like, kind of five minutes of the movie when they force a relationship on uh, onto the audience. It kind of sp- uh, goes from the fact that they kind of had a falling out. They mm-hmm. dated and they had a falling out and they're yes. kind of reconnecting for some reason. We don't know at the, like, some the first five unknown minutes. unknown reason. And I thought it was a in- very interesting choice, though, to open with that. Yeah. And to open with, like, the love story bit of it versus the... the like, just, like, full-on action. Full-on, like, opening on a dinosaur. Which I think paints a picture for the, the, the writing to say that this is really not more of an animal story or a dinosaur movie, that this is a human story and we're trying to develop a movie about the people and not so much just about the dinosaurs, which, what Jurassic Park did. Right, and it's going to be much more, watch this story, not, watch these big dinosaurs right. stomp around on the stage, be, on the stage, <laughs> on film, because that's what really the pull was for Jurassic World, the first one. The, it yeah. was like, they built this, they genetically modified right. and made this huge dinosaur come watch how it kills everything in its path. Right. And this one is going to be much more like it's showing us so far that with the trailer that it's going to be much more story based versus shock and awe. Which I kind of like as a sequel. Yes. You know because it's not so much just you know just dinosaurs again. It's more dinosaurs part two. <laughs> exactly. It's it's more of a continuation of the story rather than just fighting. Yeah, yeah, and it's a continuation of an actual story versus Jurassic World takes place in one day. Right, it literally takes place in a day. Yeah. We kind of forget that, I think. Right? And it's it's crazy to think about. So this is actually developing more than just what happens the day that the dinosaur escapes. Right. Great. This sounds like a great song. The day the dinosaur escapes? escapes? <laughs> the band? Kind of, this sounds like American Pie. <laughs> the day the dinosaur is escaped. So yeah. when they start to go back into the park, isn't there like an, a voiceover? A voiceover. There, isn't there like... Oh, I'm talking about the, how the island's going to explode. Exactly. Yeah. So they're going back, I mean, really to save the dinosaurs. Ish. So kind they of. don't really give us a clear reason. No. It's like, so they're there in this love story bit, and then the and next all of a sudden thing you know, just... you're like back at the island, and yeah. they're like... Oh, the island's going to explode. What are we going to do? And I was like, what? Yeah, it's like, tell oh, me more about why it's going to explode. Okay, is it exploding what? because there's a well, volcano? Well, it's a volcano. Is it exploding they, because they are trying to make it explode to get rid of all the okay, dinosaurs? Okay, Like, what are you doing? True. They don't know if it's a man-made volcano right. or is if a volcano. Right, is intentional? Like, like, do we have timing? Right. Is this, like, something that's going to explode when we tell it to? Are we going to bomb it and just blow it right. all up? Like, what are we doing? So, is this a movie for animal rights activists or... Oh my god, that's my next note. Yeah, because this is uh, oh, basically what Jeff Goldblum is doing, like, I think in the court, right? Isn't he, like, explaining to, like, the court being like, life finds a way. So I found there was, like, a lot of interesting ethical things right. with this film. Because the whole question they asked was, should these um, dinosaurs, which are animals, be treated the same as other animals? Mm-hmm. And that's a really interesting question. I related that a lot to our other, like, big dangerous creatures that we have on Earth right now. Like, right. Elephants. sharks, elephants, bears, things like that. Right. Other big cats. Um, lions. Yeah, lions, oh my. tigers, I mean, and bears. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> and we have this argument in real life whether these creatures 
even though they're living creatures, we know that they have feelings, we have, you know, we have defined proof on all this kind of information. But we treat them differently than we do other ones, even if they're the, what, the species that are getting going extinct, that are endangered. How do we treat these ethically in our own life? versus what would we do right. if it was a fucking dinosaur? No, it's like true. there's a really the, big the difference. Dinosaur is a I mean, granted there are differences and there's like carnivores and omnivores, but you know, when we think of a dinosaur we think of a T Rex and that's a right. murderous creature. Right. And you know, do we save the murderous creatures? Do we save them because they're animals? They're living animals? Or or do we kind of go for the greater good of this T Rex really doesn't have much, much to control. live on. And it doesn't have a lot of control. If it's exactly. next to a human and it's there's no other it. food, it's going to eat the human. It is like a, it, it's just, it's a, it's a predator. It's just a full on predator. Right. But yeah, that was a big, that's like the big question. Of right. The I think that's what is kind of really dawning on within the sphere of the film is, you know, what defines an animal. Right. And what defines whether an animal's worth Worth like saving or not. Right. Whether right. And whether their life is worth it. Oh my god. Wow, Peter's gonna have a, a shit show. <laughs> Quite a day. <laughs> um, when we were taken through the park again, it's dilapidated, it's, it's going, it's just run down, it's broken into, vines are growing. There's this one scene though that I just loved that they showed when they were kind of, there was like a, like a little toy area with like fake dinosaurs and then, yeah, and then there was the, the little little dinosaur, little dinosaur that like ran away through. i thought that was a fucking phenomenal shot it was just and i'm well so shot. glad that they showed it and i was like okay this is kind of convincing me to see this film right i think everything we saw from this trailer was really well shot yes it was directed very very well the cinematography was done again the lighting great love yeah. the lighting <laughs> Kelsey loves her because I'm good lighting. <laughs> Give me a good spotlight. I'm good to go. <laughs> Something very interesting that came up to me when I was watching this trailer was that how much fans and the general audiences really must have connected mm. with Blue. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, if you think about it, the whole first movie is based on his relationship with his raptors. Right. The, the three of them. The three of them. And then two of them die. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Um, during <laughs> For Jurassic those World who don't to see that movie. <laughs> and then you've got this on Blue. And if if fans really hadn't cared about it, if you know you've if you didn't have all those remakes and memes of people doing the Chris Pratt right. with the Raptors pose, things like that, I think that they could they might have taken the story in a slightly different direction where it might not have been focused yeah. so much on Blue. So I felt right. like that was a really interesting thing. And it's good to kind of see how writers now can be really influenced by the fans yes and what their absolutely reception and perception was of the film and how they responded and what characters and things they responded to and really how to work that into your story mm-hmm. i agree that, that's a that's a phenomenal point just because of the fact that thinking back if we didn't see those that connection that Blue had with Chris Pratt's character. Right. We wouldn't have had, you know, this sequel to a story that focuses on Blue. On her, right. And when you see him speak to Blue in the first one, he just does it with so much love. Yes. And when she responds positively, it's just like that heartwarming effect. So it really, it's, I think a lot of people just strongly connected in that right. made a lot. It made a big difference in what they did with this film. I agree. So I have three critical notes. Oh my gosh, okay. Okay. On this trailer. I'm ready. The first one. Where are my dinosaurs with feathers? Kelsey is very worried about what dinosaurs are being represented in this All film. dinosaurs have feathers. It's true. Um, it's true, they're related they're, to I mean, the T-Rex look like a big-ass chicken, essentially, with like like no white feathers but yeah i know i i'm not giving you that look because i don't know it kelsey i'm saying but that's not but we, i mean that's I mean, not like, your culturally that's how we perceive I understand dinosaurs, that but academically i just want i just want to just want a feathered dinosaur 
That's all I want. Just pop culture. I know. Just give me it. But I don't think they're going to get it. I'm really sorry. Ugh. They're never, I don't think that they're ever going to change that classic image of what people have of what a T-Rex looks like. It's and that T-Rex, it looks like a monstrous thing that doesn't have any feathers. I'm sorry. <laughs> My second note. Okay, I'm ready. As the trailer goes on, you know, we're showing like the tense action sequences. Do you think that's spoiling the movie of what it's showing us? Because there's a lot of scenes where it's just like a lot of like the tense dinosaur scenes, the tense, like the, a lot of the action sequences. Do you think they could have taken some out and still would have had a fulfilling trailer? I feel like, you know what's interesting, going mm-hmm. off of what you're saying, is that the beginning is all based on story for the first like third of it and then yeah. the last two thirds is all just action scene exactly. action scene action scene so you're right it was weird it was a weird trailer I don't know if it was it. <laughs> I don't know if it yeah now that I'm like thinking about it from that perspective thank you Kelsey you're welcome I'm yeah a little perplexed about it because it did it opened so strongly we just talked about how it was so great that it was going to be full of story and here we are here we um, are just being like <laughs> it's an action movie it's like action 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 intercut with Jeff Goldblum in um, testifying in court. Yeah. It's, that's, to me, that's what the trailer should be. Oh my god, just be. like the first 1997 trailer was interspliced with, <laughs> with words on the screen. I am so excited to compare Jeff it. Gold, um, sorry. I it's fine. No, it's fine. Interesting. I don't, yeah. It's, I don't it's know if it gave weird... away a lot of the film. I just I think, think it was just too much action. But it was, you're right, it was a lot of action right and around. And so the trailer starts out, this is my third note, my third and final critical note. The trailer starts out with a, a record. You don't love me. Oh, yes. And it just stops. Yeah. And it goes to those four fucking notes for literally a minute and a half. <laughs> All I want is a good action movie trailer contrasted with a soft record-playing song that would have been so good against the action sequences. And like, and it's all about uh, loving and um, you know fighting back against love, even if you want it or not. Mm-hmm. Because that could have played out so well with Blue. That could have played out so well with Bryce Dallas Howard's uh, character. Absolutely. It could have been so much more of a comprehensive trailer. It just, I feel like. They didn't pull it together. No, they didn't. And it was just like those four notes of the Jurassic Park theme. And they wanted to make it feel creepy. Then don't even play the first music. You're right, but it's interesting that they chose to not go back to it for the horror for like the scary part right because horror films generally do start with that like soft right quiet music and then they come back to build. it at the end they of the have, trailer right and they didn't like, so you know it would have been better like edited and more like well put together if they had opened with that record playing mm-hmm. and then ended back on the record playing. right the kind of kind of mix it in somehow even if it was like yeah. part of like the the I'm music or something. This was a really interesting trailer. It was I'm weird. glad that you're bringing up these points because it was just, before I was like, "Oh, this trailer was fine," but now you're really pointing it, out it those just, things that bothered me that I just kind of like just like off. kind of brushed it under the rug. And I yeah. think that's what happened with like the general masses is that people just kind of brush this trailer under the rug. I know that there is a second trailer, and I think the second which trailer is, was is a the better one that, trailer. And I think that's the one that was shown more in theaters. Yes, like, it I, was. You recall it that. was. 100% was that's shown more in That's the one that we saw in theaters together. I remember, you know, going back on Avengers because this is a blockbuster film. Um, both trailers were shown in theaters. Right. Um, you right. know, you had, you know, that the first one that went and then once the new one came out, then they put out the they new switched. one. They switched. They yes. switched, which was fine because it worked both ways. This the first trailer fell flat. Yeah. Extremely flat, and I think because it had such a poor response rate, especially with me. Um, Kelsey's like, I personally am the reason that Universe is short. Yeah, I am the reason why. <laughs> My opinion alone forced them to edit. And My narcissism just is bubbling at the top. I love it. Just personally, I think those critical points really kind of overflowed into the trailer. Yes, absolutely. And I think that it that's the reason why I really just... It just didn't work for me, personally. Yeah, so it's like either 
either the trailer did what it did for me, which is what, when I, after I watched it, I was, like, kind of forgot about it. Right. it didn't catch me at all. Right. It didn't hook me in. It was just like, okay. <laughs> or you had Kelsey's response, which was more, this was bad because of all these things, whereas I kind of brushed them off and ignored them, but Kelsey yeah. actually paid attention. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Shocker. <laughs> Shocking. This is a normal thing. I mean. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. I mean, are you going to, based off this trailer alone, I know the second trailer, but. Yeah. Based off of this trailer, I would be like, I don't know what's going to happen in this film, therefore I'm not going to go pay to see it in theaters. Is this the first time that I'm not going to see a movie in <gasps> oh trailers? Oh my god. <laughs> no, it might be the second. There might have been one other th okay. thing that you were saying, that you'd either wait until the very end of theaters, okay. maybe, or see VOD. That's very true. Alright, so this one definitely Netflix, not even VOD. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. I just, I mean, I'm... I'm not really sold on the concept. I think once, uh, I think we need to discuss the comparisons. Oh, yeah. To kind of get into why, though. Yes. And I also just want to bring up a few really quick okay. things from the yeah, second absolutely. trailer. So the second trailer they made was called, on YouTube, is called the final trailer. And there were just two quick things that I wanted to bring up because they were things that stood out to me a lot about that trailer. Mm -hmm. um, one was there was a really good comedy break Yes. Where Chris Pratt looks at her and he just, at Bryce Dallas Howard's character, and says, remember, if we don't get out of here, you're, you made me come here. Oh. And it just he just says it pretty flatly. It's so and good. And then turns around and smirks. And it's a perfectly used comedy break because it's like yeah. heavy, heavy, heavy. There might have been one other small comedy bit at one point. And then you've got that nice comedy break about three quarters of the way in and mm -hmm. then back to heavy so well utilized. Yeah. Like, the d stark difference in these trailers, like, I feel like we could have done a comparison with We were just the two. trailers alone. Not just these two, and it would have been insane. That's hysterical. But, um, and then the other one I just wanted to bring up really quickly was there's a quick scene in the final trailer where you see a surfing competition. <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey's laughing because we've talked about this. And then you see this sea dinosaur coming up behind through the wave, which is like an iconic shot of film that I will never be able to erase from my brain. With the, and you just see mm -hmm. it going to like eat all it's of the surfers. It's so good. It's, it's such so a good part of the trailer. well done. Honestly, and I would see if... I would see that film just, just because of that shot. Okay? Just to see this. And it would be a 30 second long scene and I would watch it and then walk out of the film. <laughs> I'm um, done. <laughs> I'm out. The sea dinosaur won. Um, but what you get from that is how well shot this movie is going to be. Yes. Which is just, it was beautiful. I was like, it, just like they had this perfect yeah. reflection where you couldn't see the sea dinosaur perfectly well. You just got to go sea dinosaur because I don't know That's its name. official name. That's its Latin name. Seas <laughs> <laughs> dinosaur idem. Sea dinosaur, common, common Latin name. Seas dinosauritum. But it was so well shot because you can kind of see the dinosaur through the waves a little bit, but it's rippled and it's just a wonderful effect. And if you showed me just that bit of, like, just that shot, like, as a photo, I would probably be like, wow, whoever directed this really was great. And I would probably be really inclined to see the film because of just that shot. I agree. Yeah, it, it the second trailer, I feel like, does a lot more justice to the film. To the film. Oh, my goodness. Like, as a whole. Yes. I mean, even towards the plot of the film. Oh, it's, it gives it's, you it's what all the plot, plot is. <laughs> it tells you what, what we're doing. <laughs> I don't know why they always do this, because if you go back to Avengers, the mm -hmm. first one didn't give you any plot idea. It did. didn't think of a shit. <laughs> it didn't give you anything. It gave you, like, some stark, high emotional notes, and that was it. And then the second one gave you all of the plot within right. the first ten seconds of the fucking of trailer. The trailer. And this one did the same thing, which was very interesting for my own personal. Right. Okay, let's talk about. Let's wait. Are you gonna go see the based off the first trailer? Are you gonna go see it in theaters, VOD, or Netflix? Netflix, maybe. All right, sounds I'll good. I'll see it when it comes on TV, TV. in two years. <laughs> sci-fi. Based off of the yeah, based sci -fi. off of the first trailer, yeah, that literally I wouldn't even care. So it's a sci-fi marathon. I'd be like, okay. whatever. Or like, cool, it's on or whatever. I'd I'd be like, wow, it's probably dinosaurs stomp around on the TV too. Great, sounds good. Okay, now we can get into the yeah. So sorry.
Now we will compare a little bit more about the two trailers we spoke about, about the official Fallen Kingdom trailer and the trailer for The Lost World. So they have the same plot. It's literally the exact same. It's the exact same so plot. So we're going to headcanon also, sidebar, that we know what the plot of this film is. <laughs> just based off the trailers. otherwise we can't discuss anything. Right, so we're just going to really assume. We're going to assume that we know the plot of the movie just Which based you need off. to see the plot of the movie, what that is, it's in the final trailer. Just yeah. watch that too. Um, but, I mean... It's the exact same concept. It's literally the exact same concept, but is... does So does that mean that this is a re... Boot of the second film? So the only thing that we don't know, which is what I did write down, is that you don't know what um, they're going to do with the dinosaurs in the Lost World. Right. You just know they're, they're taking them off. We can assume it would be for something genetic testing. I mean, it's possible. But, but the second, but the Fallen Kingdom it's for, makes clear that it's for sport. Right, exactly. Like, they're going to do, uh, like... Battle bots or whatever. I thought it was gonna be yeah, exactly like that. Um, it whenever when in the second trailer when they took him off the island in the cages, it reminded me so much of King Kong. Oh, that it was like they're gonna put him on for like show and everything, and they did the yes. same thing in the second trailer as well. They put him in cages on oh right. Um, so and then they go to a deserted island that has fallen from the Jurassic park or world or anything right because the dinosaurs fucked up the park because people are stupid um shit goes down Mm -hmm. they took dinosaurs to the other place like we just said there's military involved right there always is um jeff goldblum is there looking dashing as ever dapper dashing and dapper yeah as ever and it's just it's it just to me it's kind of goes to that concept of a reboot versus a sequel. We know that the Jurassic World is a rebooted sequel. Right, it's a rebooted, like, generation. Generation. So, and it just, it kind of brings up the fact of, you know, time is a flat circle. That mm-hmm. we're going through the same motions again, you know, we don't learn from our mis- like our mistakes, that we just make them again at the same time. And it's like, does history repeat itself? Like, you know... Why put a record in a fucking trailer if it's just gonna not go again? Like it's just it's just those co- like those continuous questions we have. A personal question of mine when watching trailers. <laughs> Why aren't you gonna bring that record back? <laughs> God damn it! I want this record. Jesus Christ. But yeah, super interesting. No, it, sure. It's so weird watching like these two trailers together because it's like. It's so... You're like, wow, it's the same thing? It's literally the same but thing. But maybe, like, a little a different. A tiny bit different? I, it's just, it's like... It, it Except just blows Jeff, my Jeff mind. Goes, goes from being a good guy to a bad guy. And he gets older. Ish. Ta-da. I guess. Yeah. And it just it just leaves me with it going, like, a, like just a, an emotion going, huh. Yeah. You know? Because right. it's like, in, in on one hand, you can be like... Who would sign up to see the same movie twice, but only done 21 years later? And then you look at every other film that Hollywood has I mean, come out with, and you're like, oh, look, it's a new reboot of the same film this many years later. But I feel like we're kind of starting to get out of that a little we bit. We have a little bit. We're starting to. This is 2018, and we're starting to just get out of the reboot culture. A little bit. But it was long, oh, and it was, it was there. 2000, at least, and nine. And we're still rebooting all Disney movies into live action. That's insane. We're still doing all of these other things. Like, if you look at, I don't know, some movies. I don't know. That's We're so fake. That but yeah, no. But I know. I I, I understand what you mean. It's just. It's like. It just. It's a continual re- rebooting. But the thing is that this is a little different because it's a sequeled reboot. Right. It's weird. It is weird. It's cool that they chose Jeff Goldblum for the first and this the one. second one. Kind yeah. of a con. I. I. It's honestly, a nice contrast. Yeah. In his character. I think they made that like. Can, like, I think they like yeah, consciously they definitely made that decision. were like Jeff will you come back and he was like no <laughs> yes because he was in the first one but like as in on a book cover so like right. as a like as like a little like tease being like oh look who that is so th- there were a few other like things that popped up when I was talking thinking about the comparisons and that was more that in Jurassic in the Lost World mm-hmm. they're more stumbling up back upon the island 
Mm-hmm. And, like, going back because they're like, oh, right, it's still there. Right. Huh? How do you forget <laughs> that you made an island of dinosaurs? It's like, don't you remember? Um, it only happened a few years ago. And then compared to Fallen Kingdom where going in and get, extracting the dinosaurs is intentional. intentional. Yes. So I thought that was a really big difference. And it's also pulling into the fact that you're going into the world of dinosaurs in Fallen Kingdom versus in Lost Kingdom the dinosaurs are, like, coming into our world. Yes. Like, our world is getting smaller. Right. It's, like, one. kind it's of, like, like, reverse globalism, essentially. Right. And it's, like, the the dinosaurs are, like, here, and other people are finding out about them because they're, ha- they're happening upon them in their fucking yachts. Yeah. Whereas in Fallen Kingdom, it's they're pulling them out because the people want them. So I thought that was a pretty That's a really good it was uh, like difference, you know? It was, like, interesting to see the difference and what the difference in the plot will be in the motivations of upon being mm-hmm. always intentional and just being planned on versus non-planned The on. military going in or whoever goes in in Lost Kingdom, Lost, in the Lost, lost. World. I mean, and and they're the same they movie, so it's fine. <laughs> lost Kingdom. The, their couple name is The Lost Kingdom. <laughs> the Fallen World. <laughs> Jurassic World Apart. Move out, Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. We got, we got Fallen we got World. Better cl- couple name than yours. <laughs> All right, that was wow. What a what a discussion. What a dis. I know we have a lot of thoughts, but we want to hear your thoughts too. Yeah. So um, always feel free to reach out to us on our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook with. At too many tra- trailers, T W O many trailers. Or you can email us at too many trailers at gmail.com. Again, T W O for two. Our Gmail is looking pretty dry. I always refresh it and I'm a little sad a little bit at the time. So don't make I me sad. It's linked to my phone, so I never, I, <laughs> I always see when nobody emails. So please reach out. Just tell us that you thought. What your thoughts are on this? Would are you gonna go see this movie? Would you see it based on the first trailer that in the nineties? Nothing. <laughs> also, don't forget to subscribe. We love yeah. uh, we love doing this, and we want to keep doing this. We do see a small spike in listenership, and I really enjoy that. Yeah, fun. it gives us a little like little little bit of a serotonin to our brains. And for the dumbed down version, <laughs> it gives us a little pep in our step. There you go. <laughs> what a phrase, Marianne. What a phrase. A little pep in our in our recording. It gives um, us a little bit of a Oh yeah. Oh, this is good. All right. All right. It was great to talk with you about this. Yeah, it was so interesting to talk about these two. So again, and then so this is actually dropping Marianne. Happy fucking birthday to you. You are turning 25 and... Quarter life crisis. And I just want to wish you a very, very happy birthday. And I wish you all the best. Thanks, Kelsey. You're welcome. I'll talk to you next time with a special guest. Kelsey will be speaking with our guest for next week. And I will be sending in my thoughts as an after bit that will be reported and added to the end of the... Episode. (laughs) It's all good. It's a Marvel post-credit scene, essentially. Yeah. There we go. Those are the best. I'll eat shawarma while I do it. (laughs) Okay, but until next time, I'll see you later. I'm Marianne. And I'm Kelsey. And we'll see you next time. Have a great time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.